Well, I went to Arby's last week for a quick lunch. At the drive-thru, the kind employee asked me if I wanted like any ketchup. And I replied, no. As I'm driving back to the house, I thought to myself, I said, self, myself said, huh? Am I weird for eating French fries without ketchup? I always do. I don't dip my fries in anything. If it's a good salt day for the fries, they need no ketchup. So I started thanking more. I can drink tea just straight. No sweetener or anything. It's like flavored leaf water. I eat olives right out the jar. That's not too weird. Salting, salting crackers right out the jar, right out the box. Not too weird. I will have a hot dog with nothing but bun and wiener. No ketchup, onions, mustard. I hate mustard. Nothing. Just a big ass wiener shoved in a bun. Hell, I've even had just a hot dog bun with a cup of coffee. I will eat ramen right out the bag. Save that little foil seasoning packet for something else and eat on the raw uncooked ramen. But you think that's weird. Here's what's really going to light your menorah. I have taken cereal, put it on a paper towel or a napkin and snacked on it like it was chips. Seriously, I will pop some Cheerios like they sunflower seeds. It's a cold ass wedding, dog. Cold ass wedding. Okay, cereals that I will eat unmilked. Cheerios, Life, Fruity Pebbles, Lucky Charms, Apple Jacks, Honey Smacks, Fruit Loops, Honeycombs, Tricks if I'm looking for a sugar rush. Kids do it. My little AJ used to carry a little baby Tupperware container with Fruit Loops in it. It may be a little weird, I get it, but you do weird stuff too, weirdo. Oh yeah, this is Fat Guy Radio Show Snackable Season 2. More for you. Well, welcome to Fat Guy Radio Show Snackable Season 2. More for you. I'm your host, Corey Blaze. Merry Christmas, snackers. Fat Guy Radio Show Snackable is a series of one-on-ones with me on YouTube because I don't have enough to do. The show is done in segments. I make them up as I go. And if you know the words, feel free. Let's unwrap this gift of a show with my fat, fake take. Now, yeah, I said Merry Christmas. Can we stop arguing over the word Christmas? I mean, we don't argue over Valentine's Day or St. Patrick's Day. It's just a damn holiday. The people that claim, I don't believe in Christ, so don't wish me Merry Christmas. Well, if you don't believe in saints, you don't want me to not wish you Happy St. Patrick's Day either. Your no Christ believing ass was be guzzling green beer all day on St. Patrick's Day. Newsflash, some people believe Christ was a saint too. Now what? I'm going to say Merry Christmas. I'm going to say Happy Holidays. Why? Because it's a common courtesy to say it. If you are someone who doesn't believe in Christ, fine, that's on you, partner. But like many things in this country we call America, Don't condemn or correct someone uh, that's wishing you a Merry Christmas. They are just being courteous to your little Grinch face. Now, if they look at you and say Merry Christmas because the power of Christ compels you, then you might have a bit of an argument. Now, for you Bible belt slingers, just because you see Happy Xmas does not mean someone is trying to X out your Christ. 
It's an abbreviation of the word, you pew hopper. Most of the time, Xmas is used just because they ran out of room to spell out Christmas. Do you get all high and mighty when Windows, uh, when they released Windows XP instead of Windows Extra Power? Are you boycotting Target because your pants size is XL instead of extra large? You offended at your chromosome because it's type X? It's just a damn letter in place of a word. Get over yourself. You think the baby black Jesus is upset over people saying Xmas? He's not. Newsflash, the word Christmas nor Xmas is mentioned or referred to anywhere in your Bible. Stop being offended by a letter of the alphabet during the month of December. Now, for those of you that don't celebrate Christmas at all, for whatever reason, no one cares. Get ready for another newsflash. It's okay that you don't or choose not to celebrate Christmas. It's also okay that no one cares. Point to the person who has a gun against your head, forcing you to put up a tree, buy gifts, leave cookies out for a fat man to come down a chimney that you don't have. Point to that person. They're not there, huh? Hmm? Who is it? Who it is? I don't see nobody. Don't celebrate it. Go on about your life. But don't turn your nose up at folks that do celebrate Christmas. This is what it's all. This is what it all boils down to, folks. Rather you say Merry Christmas, right Xmas, or don't celebrate Christmas at all, the only person or persons that matters to are you and the people in your house. When you try to convert or condemn someone because they don't see things the way you see them, that's when the S hits the fan. During the holiday season, believe what you want to believe and accept that others may or may not believe what you believe. But if you think about it, no matter which way you chop it, it's a season of believing. So Mary, see, I covered all my bases right there. Okay. All right. And now here's this. Police be a fart. Police be a fart. Police be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Police be a fart. Welcome back. It's the holiday season. And one great thing about the season is the music. I sat down with a buddy of mine a few days ago to discuss some of the great holiday music of today, yesterday, and forevermore. Snackers, you may know him already from his many appearances on Fat Guy Radio Show. He's an accomplished musician, songwriter, producer, composer, and a world-class bassist. And most of all, Dude's my friend. Live from the heartland of music, Nashville, Tennessee, here's my conversation with the great Just James. Take a look. All right, my buddy, Just James. What's up, bud? What's up, man? All right, so it's the holiday season, and what better time, or what, who a better person, I should say, to talk to about holiday music than uh, music producer and mogul, just James, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, so this is what we're going to do. 
Um, I know how you feel about music. And a, a lot of our views are a little bit the same, but how do you feel about Christmas music? Like, you know, like around the holidays and stuff like that. Any, any, anything jump out to you or where do you stand on Christmas music? I love Christmas music. I love, I mean, I love Christmas in general just because of the, you know, the, the, the feeling of it, if you will. Like it gives me like good, happy Disney vibes. Disney Disney vibes. So uh, yeah, I, I, I love Christmas music a lot. Um, yeah, I don't have anything bad to say about Christmas music. In today's music industry, is it possible to introduce a new Christmas song? Not a remake of an old song, not of a, a sampling of an old song, but literally take pen to paper and write a brand new Christmas song and it catch fire like some of the oldies. Do you think that's possible today? I don't. I don't. I, I think just because of, I mean, just we as consumers, like there's there are some times where we want to keep things traditional. Uh, I could even say that as a Christmas listener, um, even as a musician, it would be very difficult for me to. It would have to be something really extremely well done. For me to be like, oh, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna put this in my Christmas playlist. Because when you're having company over, you got your friends and family over. You know, you want to be able to sing along. You want to be able to, you know, kind of get into the Christmas spirit. And if you don't know the song, if it's something new, I don't think it's gonna get you into that Christmassy vibe. So I think the traditional Christmas music, you know, I think for the next several years will still be the same. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you, man. I don't think it's possible to uh, write a new Christmas song. So what I've done is I prepared a list of my top seven, seven Christmas songs. Okay. And I want to present them to you and see what you think of them. And then I want to rank them top five. Okay. That means that we're going to leave two. You got to leave two songs out. All right. And these are all heavy hitters, brother. All heavy hitters. Okay. All right. First song. Silent Night by The Temptations. Already amazing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's that. It's that. It's that. It's that falsetto. And then that. And then that baritone comes in. In my mind. Yep. Yep. And it's oh, The Temptations. And it's The Temptations. The, yeah, temptations I mean, man yeah um all right second second song please come home for christmas by the eagles and i'm gonna let you know why this song is one of my top christmas songs because this song makes me cry it brings me it brings me into my emotions really um, yeah because it's the single lonely man's christmas song if you really hear the if you really listen to the lyrics mm, okay you know it's talking about you know if you come home, it won't be so sucky of a Christmas. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So please come home for Christmas by the Eagles. Iconic classic song. Where do you stand on that? I mean, I love the Eagles in general. That's that's a that's a great tune. Uh there uh I mean uh, no I probably probably shouldn't say this, but for them to be white and sound the way they sound. 
<laughs> it's it boggles my mind. Like they are, they are amazing. So yeah, I think that's I think that's an amazing song for sure. All right, yeah. all, right. Uh, all right. So third song I got this one. Um, I picked this one because it's all about the strings, the orchestral okay. arrangement, and this song is so old. It was real strings. It wasn't synthesizer strings. Okay. The Christmas song by old Nat King Cole. That is probably top. That's probably number one for me. I'm not going to lie. I love, I love the, I mean, it wasn't the strings for me. It's the, and I never, you know what? I didn't know before I say this, I didn't know until recently that the title was the Christmas song. I thought it was chestnuts. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that the title of the song was because I, I, I did this. I did this Christmas show with an artist and she did a couple of Christmas covers and she had that on the list. And I was like, what's the Christmas song? And there was like, you know, the, the chestnuts roasting the neck. King. I said, that's the name of that song. I, did, I had no clue that was the name of the song. Yeah. But <laughs> the piano, the piano, the, the vocal, the 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 how it's arranged, you know, uh, chord structure wise i absolutely adore that song so that'll probably be number one for me it, it it's a song that when you hear it it just makes you makes you warm you know what yes, i mean just absolutely just warm you don't need no fireplace just put on the christmas song by nat king cole yes you're, you're all the way there i'm gonna save this one for last i'm gonna save this one for last but so i'm gonna skip over Santa Claus is coming to town by the Jackson Five. Bum 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 bum. Santa Claus is coming to town. You know, little One of Michael the most Jackson when he was Christmas songs I've ever heard. <laughs> 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 oh man! How uh, you yeah. feel about? <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I'm not that song. Oh man! So I think Jackson Five was a Motown group, right? Yeah, they were Motown. At first, at well, that they time. they started at first, right? And yeah, you know, Motown had you know their their select musicians that would play on these records, you know. Okay, okay. And the bass player, his name is James Jamerson. He wasn't available to play on that session, so they they let I forget his name, but they had the percussion player who could play bass play bass on that song. So really? me at me as a musician. When I listened to it, I want to say he was either a percussion player or a sax player. He played a different instrument, but he, he played wasn't also, the bassist. He wasn't the bassist. Okay. Um, he played bass on this song, and when you listen to, I kind of feel like this is one of those. We have a good song. Let's just put it like a rushed session. Like it wasn't, it wasn't thought out. It was just like let's just throw this together and put it out for Christmas. I don't know how it became so hot, but I absolutely dislike that song really <laughs> it, it, now that i think about it now that you mentioned it it seemed like all the bass strings on the bass were loose when they were playing this because it just you know what i'm saying it's just a bunch of stuff happening i'm like what is this yeah you, so yeah really? i'm not feeling that tune at all no okay all right all right um next one what christmas means to me by old stevie wonder uh uh, I mean it's all right. I yeah, guess. it's one of those. Talk, it's one of those it, songs. It's just, it's, just a, uh, it's just all right. It's not. I mean, of course, we all love Stevie, but yeah, that just that wasn't that wasn't Stevie for me. It wasn't like what Stevie would normally do for a song. So it was for me that song was just okay. It was a very young Stevie. 
Very, okay, very. And it may have been something like what you mentioned about the Jackson Five. Someone said, hey, we got this song, mm-hmm. uh, Stevie, and you need a Christmas album because you're hot right now. Go in there and get that that bass with the loose strings on it. And right. let's, uh, let's, let's just put this together real let's quick. Let's put this together and, yeah. and see if Justin James is going to like it in 2022. <laughs> All right. Uh, second to last one. Christmas Baby, Please Come Home by Darlene Love. Now, before you say what you got to say, Darlene Love, not very well known for anything else but this song. And how this song came to be was due to the most weirdest person ever. David Letterman made this song famous. And made Darlene Love famous. Very quick. David Letterman was uh, preparing to do his show in New York and he was walking around and he was he went into this bar and he heard Darlene Love singing this song in a bar. And he invited Darlene Love to come sing the song on his show the next Christmas year. Wow. She brought the house down so big with the CBS orchestra and Paul Schaefer behind her. It became a tradition on the late show with David Letterman for Darlene Love to come and perform um, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. She did it every year after that chance encounter with David Letterman. And that skyrocketed this song to. to to what it is today Darlene Love was pretty much she was already a singer but she was just doing the tour you know what I mean doing the clubs and stuff and Dave just happened to be in that I I love Dave I love Uh, new Dave though I new, love new, new hairy beard. I love, beard, Dave. I love bearded Dave. Yeah, <laughs> he's a little—he's—he's he's a little bit more crusty with the beard, don't you think? He's a little but bit his, more. His, his dialogue and like how how like I don't want to say how comfortable with himself he is, but just how like he's especially this new thing he's doing on Netflix. Like when I watch him, his dialogue and his energy is just so more—it's more down to earth to me now. Yeah, he's relaxed. More, he's just he relaxed. Don't, he, don't, he don't care. He doesn't care. Yeah, I, I love that about him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Christmas Baby, Please Come Home by Darlene Love. What do you well, think? That's, that's not one I listen to often on Christmas. Um, after, after hearing it, though, I, I will say it's, it's, not, it's not one that gets me in the Christmas spirit. There's something about it that's just a little, um, uh, I'm just going to say weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. It I doesn't mean, get it, me to the Christmas She had no vibe. other hits but this. No other hits but this. Wow. This was her this was her her shining number. I'm sure she recorded other music, but all right, this one I say for last. Um the iconic late great Whitney Houston's Joy to the World from The Preacher's Wife. Absolutely. Song is amazing. Love Whitney, and and that that song was well produced. It was it was well. She performed it well. It gets me all in my Christmas feels. So yeah, I love that song. Okay, yeah. all right, good. Yeah. All right, so let's. Why rank don't you it. have this Christmas on here? This Christmas, because you know why? It's played out. <laughs> you don't think hear- the Christmas song is played out? The Christmas song, yeah, it, it's a little played out too. But the Christmas song's got you know. That's that's you know that that's Nat King Cole. 
I guess you're saying it's, it's a little bit more legendary. It's a little bit more legendary. This Christmas, yeah. it's like, and then also um, the song by Wham. And 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 the, and it has the kids choir singing at the end. I don't think I know that one. Annoying as hell. How you feel about the Jackson Five song? I feel the same way about the Wham song. Number one, you don't need no Christmas song to be eight minutes long. That's true. That's that's a Christmas long. don't last that damn long. <laughs> All right, so let's rank them. One top five out of the seven that I presented to you. So we'll do we'll do Darling Love at five. Darling Love at five. Oh wait, wait. So oh wait, before I say this, I can pick from all seven, but I can only pick five. Yeah. Okay. That well, means Darling two. Love. That means two of these got to go. Okay. Well, Darling Love, she's going. Oh, Darling Love's out. We're going out. We're go- for me, she's going out. Yeah. Bye, Darling. <laughs> so Thank- and then we'll do hmm. Hmm. Santa Claus coming to town. Throwing that out. Okay. So now yeah. we got five left. So who's in the fifth spot? So what Christmas means to me, Stevie. Okay. We're putting Stevie and then at five. We'll we're putting um uh hmm. Hmm. four. Right. Okay, we'll put we'll put we'll put the Eagles at number four. Okay, Eagles at four. All uh, right, Eagles um, at four. We'll put uh, Temptations at three. Wow, Temptations mm-hmm. at three. Okay. I'm putting Whitney at two. You are out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm doing this the Christmas song that's going to be number one for me. All right. All right. Well, Just James, I appreciate you, man, for sitting down and talking Christmas songs with me uh, here on Fat Guy Radio Show Snackable, man. It's always a pleasure getting to connect with you and talk some music. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's always great to talk music with my boy, Just. Thank you, Just. I appreciate you so much. All right. Let's transition with me doing yard work. on Fat Guy Radio show last week that I took to my personal Facebook page and I broke Facebook. I message bombed most of my friends asking them to send me videos answering the question, my favorite Christmas slash holiday movie is and why. I explained why, um, you know, only some of my friends on Facebook got the message and others didn't. On the last episode of Fat Guy Radio Show, you can uh, go hear it if you haven't. Well, after sending uh, almost 30 messages, I got 20 replies saying that they would, but only a handful actually did. I thought about cutting this segment altogether, but I said no. The friends that actually did the video response deserves to be featured on the show. All the others that lied and said they would and didn't can go F their Christmas. But I'm not bitter. So the question was, what's your favorite Christmas holiday movie and why? And of course, my movie fanatic and podcaster partner in crime had this to say. Hey, this is Jake of Twitch.tv slash LonerCast. And uh, my favorite holiday movie, of course, is Die Hard. It's the best holiday movie. There is no other holiday movie. It's exciting. It's thrilling. And, you know, it's about bros being bros. 
It doesn't get much better than that. Okay, okay. So Die Hard. Bros being bros. Thanks, Jake, from twitch.tv. Wouldn't be a loner if you accepted my love. All right, so my buddy Manny had this to say. Bad Guy Radio, what up? It's your boy Manny here, and I just want to say that my favorite Christmas movie of all time has to be Home Alone. Let me tell you why. Home Alone is a great movie and all, but the reason why I love it so much is because Kevin got to spend a whole weekend at home by himself, and I was pretty much jealous. Aside from all the BS that was happening, you know, them trying to break into his house and yada, 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 he got to spend a whole weekend by himself, and that was one thing that I was jealous of because it was always people in my house I couldn't get rid of or I couldn't just, you know, be at home by myself whenever I wanted to. So, yeah, that's that's what it is. I'm, I, I was jealous of him. I haven't been, been home by myself since... Damn, I still haven't been home by myself. All right, so though Manny didn't fully understand the assignment, he sent audio instead of video. I can rock with Home Alone. It's a classic holiday movie. All right, good pick. Thanks, Manny. All right, here's my boy Kev with his favorite Christmas movie. Man, my favorite holiday movie? That's a tough one because I love Christmas and I love holiday movies. But my favorite, I'd have to say the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. It's just a classic, makes me happy for three reasons. One, when they get to the North Pole and he just stares at the pole and he's like, that's the North Pole. (laughs) Me and my sister always die with that. Two, Judy and her hot chocolate. It looks iconic and I want to know how how do I get a cup of that? And three, I love how a sassy comet is. Mm, We love the sass. We live for it. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Nice pick. You know, I haven't seen that movie in quite some time. I have to put it on my, my holiday playlist. Um, and I'm jealous of my boy Kev's radio voice. He's sounds so much better than me. Alright, next up is my beautiful and sensational friend for life, Miss Maggie. Here's her response. My favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. Why? It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mama cooking chicken and collard greens. The music. (laughs) Okay, all right. I totally forgot about that song in Die Hard. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can dig that. I can dig that. All right, thanks, Maggie. That's my girl. I love you. I love you. I love you. All right, my boy, Jay, and a mini guest weighed in. Here's what he had to say. I'm going to have to say... My favorite Christmas movie, holiday movie, so to speak, is our Home Alone. Uh, the fact that he was trapping them and beating them down, man, I just get a joy of it every time I watch it. What's your favorite holiday movie? Uh, Home Alone, because I like when they start trapping and... and... I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> like, Father... Like father, like son. All right, Home Alone for the butt whooping. You know, the character Kevin put on the robbers. There's some good behind the scenes stuff on how that was all shot on uh, YouTube. All right, so now we have a celebrity sighting. Yes, I have celeb friends. My friend and broadcast inspiration, she is known to the Fatnatics as Mama Rose. Rose Ortega for 106.7 K-Jug Country. Here's her favorite holiday movie and why Mama Rose. Okay, so you asked what my favorite Christmas movie is and why. Favorite Christmas movie is Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. Oh, my gosh. The reason why I love that movie so much is because it makes me laugh. And I need a good laugh. 
all the time. In fact, I even watch that movie when it's not Christmas. <laughs> Just to have a good laugh. The cat scene. That's my favorite, okay? <laughs> not that I don't love cats. They're great. All right. Thank you so much for letting me answer that question. Have a good one. Ah, okay. Christmas Vacation by Chevy Chase. All-time classic holiday movie. Okay, thank you, Mama Rose. And congratulations on your retirement once again. Been in the radio business since the early 80s, I believe. I was 305 years old when she got started. And uh, wow, she's aged a lot better than I am. All right, so thank you to all of my friends for taking 30 seconds out of their life to be a part of my show. Now, for the friends that said they would send a response and didn't. Um, And to the ones that were so proud to send me a message after the fact that they couldn't find 30 seconds in their life to do something on the thing that they always have in their hand. Well, I know where I rank on your Christmas list. Guess where you rank on mine? Okay, so again, thank you to all of my true friends. And a special thank you to my buddy, Just James, for sitting down with me and talking some me hoo 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 Zach. Well, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. Thank you for joining me for Fat Guy Radio Show Snackable Season 2. More for you. Remember to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Turn on the alerts so you never miss a new Fat Guy Radio Show Snackable or a live stream of Fat Guy Radio Show. There's a new show streamed live every Thursday at 7 p.m. Arizona time. Visit FatGuyRadioShow.com. Support our sponsors so we can continue to bring you shows like this for free. And for something a little spicier, check out my monthly bonus show, Afterburn, at FatGuyRadioShow.com slash Afterburn. Now, follow us on all social media, share, and like what we post. Doing that helps spread the word about the hard work that we do to entertain you in a different way. And it doesn't cost you anything but a click of the mouse. I'm your host, Corey Blaze, for Fat Guy Radio Show Snackable. Merry Christmas, snackers. We will see you next week. They call a weed whacker a um, whippersnipper. (laughs) I love that word.